I had some friends in town over the weekend mm-hmm. and it's my, like my guy prep pal friends. Mm-hmm. So I went out with them and they were like, Oh my God, this is such a good drink here. Nicola, try it. And like, doesn't hand me the drink, but like, you know, like kind of puts it to me and it had a straw in it. So I like lean down to like take a sip of it. And I totally fucking missed the straw. And they're like, drunk? the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck? And so I tried again, I missed it again. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, you know, I just, I can't see, I can't see the straw. What? Did you not have your glasses? No, it's not like a glasses <laughs> thing. It was like a filler thing. It's like my cheeks are so you filled up that like I went to go drink it and I was like, I missed it because like I couldn't fucking see it over my big ass cheeks, which is great. You know, like I love when the fill is so love big. a high cheek for me, I love that for you. but I'll tell you what, I guess higher the cheek, the closer to God. I don't know. <laughs> That's what we're going to say. It's not hair anymore, ladies. It's definitely the cheek. So the higher the cheek, the less you see. <laughs> the higher the cheek, the less you drink. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's Got how you em. get sober. <laughs> exactly. Stay hydrated, ladies. <laughs> Welcome back. It is Missy with Don't Call Us Pretty Podcast. And Nicola. What's up? Welcome to Tequila Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly we're stoked that it's Tuesday. I mean, it is is the best day of like the week, you know, like the weekend. Fabulous. Monday's a little rough getting back. Tuesday, though, you're picking up steam. You got some energy. Yeah. You're like, today is the day. I'm filing my taxes. I'm doing my laundry. You know, like you're just getting all your shit done today. And you're drinking tequila. <laughs> so there's that. Actually, you had a really, a really good productive day. You go home. You have a tequila on ice. Yeah. A little bit of lime. Oh, painted donkey te- tequila to be exact. And I swear yeah. to God, one of these episodes, I'm fucking bringing my hookah. Oh, I don't smoke hookah. I, I know mean, you I don't. Tr- I could try. But like. That's just like, yeah. you know, you're talking just like set the big old bitch here just, on the table. Cause you always hear like it, like when the you draw water. it, you know, so for you guys the, are going to hear some bubbles and for the listeners. It's going to sound like a bong, but it's just, hookah, <laughs> every, every time Weldon calls me, he hears it. He's like, Jesus Christ, Nicole, are you smoking your hookah again? And I'm like, like, how do you know? He's like bubbles, bubbles in a fish tank. That's how <laughs> it sounds like a damn fish tank over there. But you know, you're talking about like unwinding, having a glass of tequila on ice with a lime. I have to pair all of that with a hookah. Okay. So you're just one of those. All right. I'm just Greek. You're just Greek. I'm girl. just fucking Greek. I'm not. So hookah's never really done it for me. Actually, I've I know. Done, I mean, I've done hookah, but it just kind of gives me a headache. And I don't know if that's because I'm not like a I don't know. smoker. Because I don't smoke anything else. Like, I don't smoke cigarettes. I don't yeah. vape. I don't smoke weed even. I know. I'm like such a lame person. No. But I don't do any other types of smoking activities except for hookah. So I'm kind of confused because some people say it gives you a buzz. and then It does. People, okay. It does. Well, if you like draw it a couple, you, you'll get like a head high. Okay. Maybe that's the and headache that I've gotten. It maybe might be. It maybe might be. confusing for a headache. It, and it's different from like a normal high. Yeah. Because it like kind of just like spins you like, whoa. Okay. Okay. I am here. Well, I haven't tried to smoke hookah in many years, but it's because 
I did. I, I've only tried it twice and I yeah. got a headache and I'm yeah. like, Oh, I don't like this. It's not for me. Yeah. No. Um, I love it. I know B is a fan. B was mm-hmm. going to have a hookah lounge in Austin. Mm-hmm. So that's when, that's when I knew I had best friend love for yeah. B. Yeah. That's when I was like, Oh my God, she landed someone that has an affinity somehow for hookah. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, down for that. Yeah. Honestly, I'm surprised he doesn't have his own hookah or maybe he did at one point in time. I don't know. But he yeah, he said he had friend. multiple hookahs and then I guess he just liquidated everything. I don't think he has. Well, he didn't have one. He didn't bring one home from Austin. But so. speaking of love <laughs> and saying yeah. when, of when to say I love someone, <laughs> oh, <laughs> today's episode is going to be kind of an interesting one. Yeah. Um, this whole topic sparked actually off of the same group of guys that was trying to uh, having tried her drink <laughs> over yeah. the weekend, they kind of like got to talking and we landed into this topic. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. Cause I'm like, you know, this is a good, this would be a good episode. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to get on into it. Um, so tell us the story. So, so the listeners have like a, a background, uh, like something to go. On. One of my best guy friends, he's like a brother to me. Um, Recently kind of moved away for a little bit and was back in town visiting. And I just asked him like, you know, how's, how's the dating world going? He's newly single. And so I knew he was, you know, kind of chatting, talking, la da 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 da. And there was a girl specifically that he's like, I met her on Bumble. She's cool. Um, I didn't hate spending time with her. So like, I'm going to like pursue it. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to try this. Um, I wouldn't say that they're like dating. Maybe they're like seeing each other, you know, exclusively. Do we know the answer to that? Definitely. Probably. I think they're both. She's, she is exclusively seeing him. Okay. I would say he is exclusively seeing her, but more so just of like the factor of he's not really like a man whore. So like, He's probably just talking to her because this is easy and this is who I'm going to talk to for right now. And so they've been chatting and spending all this time together. And I don't know if you said 25 days that they've been doing this or if it was 40 days. We're somewhere in that range. Okay. Okay. So a month or two months. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And he's like, she already told me I love you. (gasps) I was like, whoa. And the first question I asked was, how old is she? Mm-hmm. Valid question. 24. How old is he? 34. Oh, okay. I'm like, all righty. Okay. Really just going for the play toy, I suppose. That's fine. I'm here for that. To each their own. That's fine. I can't have a problem with that. Um, (laughs) You really fucking can't. I I can't say nothing. (laughs) Um, But, you know, that was kind of my first like, oh, okay, well, that kind of checks out a little bit more. Mm. Uh, Because I always feel like the younger people are, uh, I love you like crazy, you know, like. Yeah. Like they, they just want to say it or maybe that's just anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, we got on the topic and I kind of started having the open discussion with a table full of straight men. Like, Ooh, is okay. that, was that, was that crazy? Like, was that a crazy thing she did or, you know, would you give that girl some mad props? I would say the table was divided. Mm. Okay. A lot of guys were like, whoa, all right. And kind of like gave him a high five, like, but good for you, dude, for like making her like go crazy. And then, um, then the other guys were like, I don't know, honestly, like there's some like 
boss babe energy behind that, like mm -hmm. confidence, like, you know, that's somebody that is calling it as they see it, like calling yeah. the shots now. And they're not afraid to kind of put their emotions out there mm -hmm. and speak how they're really feeling. And so then, then, then they got around to me and they're like, well, what do you think? You're the girl. So you're the girl here. And I'm like, uh, you're the tiebreaker. <laughs> like, uh. And, um, I, I said, I would, I always kind of know right away if I'm going to like love someone mm -hmm. or if I'm just going to be like in like of someone. Okay. That's fair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't disclose that to them. Okay. So right even away. though you may feel it early oh, on, yeah. you definitely don't say it early no. on. So what do you think would be a time? Like you personally, what, what's a time frame that you think if you met somebody y'all were dating or talking Yeah. and you know, a month in, you really start to fall heavy for them and you won't love them. When do you think you would want to say it or when would you feel okay saying it? I don't know. I don't, it, it made me also start thinking, how many people have you said I love you to? First of all, like for in a relationship, like I'm an in love with these things. Not cause we say I love you to each other all the time. Yeah, we do. Three, no, okay. four, four. Okay. <laughs> four guys. Is that that's no, no, yeah, that's I four, mean, I don't, yeah, four guys yeah. out of all of the guys that have dated. I said it too. And, um, I was thinking about this too. when I was like taking a shower this morning is, did I say it first? Mm. And you know what? I didn't the first, the first guy, this is interesting. First guy was, it was my first boyfriend that I ever had. And he did something for me within the first two weeks of us dating Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, I love you so much. But not like that, but that's not, doesn't count. It, it, that shouldn't count. And that, that was my, count. that was my argument. But you know, when you're like 16 years old. Oh, okay. You know, let's talk over 20 <sighs> relationships. I don't think I anything in high school, like over 18. So anything prior, like in like pre 20 mm -hmm. doesn't count. We're yeah. trying to count those. Okay. That's true. Let's count from like 20 and up. Okay. I didn't say, I never said it first. Okay. I've said it first. I think just once. Yeah. At first. Yeah. Which is like, that's kind yeah. of like, that is powerful. And as far as just like mm -hmm. where we stand on, I guess, are you the same way? Like, what do you, what is your opinions on the whole, <sighs> I love you? Are you kind of like same with me? Like, you know it and you just say it to yourself until. Mm, I think, yes. I, well, I think it also comes with, I do think it comes with age. So when I was younger, I probably would have been quicker to say it without giving it much thought on how it affected the other person mm -hmm. or how it affected like the relationships, the dynamic. Right. But as I've grown older, which I've only really said it to three people and meant it. I've said it to four. There was one that I felt like, oh shit, I got to say this back. Mm-hmm. So four people total, but three, I only actually really Pressure. like, but even then I think really only two, I meant two, I meant. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other two were like, Oh man. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. One was like an in lust scenario. Were those younger? I love yous or were those no. kind of in between mixed in kind of mixed in. Okay. Um, and so with, well, with B for example, so we started dating and I think I really started to feel that early on. And by early on, I mean like, you know, six weeks in, maybe a month in six okay. weeks in, I've started to feel really strongly. Like I could really be falling in love with this guy. 
but I didn't say it. And then there were times after that where we had moments of like, this is the perfect opportunity for me to say it. Right. And I feel it and I want to say it, but I'm also scared he's going to freak out. So I didn't say it. And then I like talked to a couple of people. I I talked to you about it at one point in time. Yeah. There's like a couple of my close friends that I'm like, oh, I want to say it so bad. But like, because I feel it and I just feel like I know. Yeah. But I'm terrified it's going to scare him away because Blair's very like, um, I don't want to say, but I hate to use the word like by the book, but he's very like, no, he's, he's not impulsive. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he's, he's not gonna, a good man. Yeah. He's not going to do anything based off of impulse. He's like puts a lot of thought and big decisions Yeah, and thinks about what he says before he says it. And you can tell that when you like talk, like have serious conversations with him. And so, um, anyway, eventually we got to a point where we were in one of those moments and I said it, it be, I actually said it first. Mm -hmm. And then I was, and I even told him like, after I'm like, you don't have to say that back. I just felt like I've been wanting to say that to you. And so I'm just going to say it. And he was like, no, like I felt it too. I just didn't want to scare you away. So it was kind of one of those things like we both mutual. were feeling very strongly for each other and we both felt it, but that we, I think we we're both kind of hesitant to say it. Right. Um, so I think that happens a lot. I think people do, cause I feel like when you kind of know, you know, yeah. and whether that's, you know, three weeks into dating or three years into dating, you know, it's kind of one of those moments of like, you just kind of know you love this person. Right. And you're not that's like a definite just in lust. Like intuition. Yeah. Intuitive. Like, especially if you're connected with your emotional like side yeah. of you, yeah. then like you do know. And, and so I, I tried giving that girl some grace. Cause at first I think that's ballsy. I mean, that's, yeah, I think it's ballsy. Yeah, you're putting and, yourself and, and, out there. Yeah. Good for her for putting herself out there. I mean, you know, he could have shot it down. Did he, well, I guess, did he say it no. back? Okay. And she did say, she's like, I just want you to know, I love you. You don't have to say that back. Yeah. It's just what I'm feeling. And yeah. I just wanted to tell you that. And he's like, um, what did he say? He said, he said something that actually wasn't bad. You know, it was like that. I, I could love you or like, yeah, not, like I could see this going there, but just not there yet. Basically that okay. it was. Yeah. Yes. Like I, I, I feel like we're on that path. Yeah. Like I, I, I know that I feel that I just, yeah. I, I'm not there yet. And, um, yeah, I didn't think that was bad. She, said it like once and then that's kind of like she didn't continue to say it right it wasn't like then every day like I love you I love yeah. you um so you know maybe that was just like a moment that they shared and like I I can give her some mad props for that honestly you know? she sounds pretty mature for young being young being young and the fact that she acknowledges that like it's not okay to continue to say it at this point right because, so I she seems mature and in, in moving forward knowing that she got it off her chest and she said what she felt and even though he didn't say it back, like she's not going to keep pushing the matter. She's except, you know, like, and I feel like, I feel like where I am now in life, I am comfortable with myself, confident enough in myself that like, when I feel that way for someone now moving forward, just after all the shit that I've been through, it's like, Hey, you know what? I love you. I, I yeah. love you. And I'm going to remember you for the rest. Like you've impacted my life mm -hmm. and I'm just letting you know that like, you know, and it is, it's like, it, it just is what it is. And if you're not, if you don't yeah. feel that way, I don't really, I don't really care. Like I'm telling you like the, what you're doing in my life yeah. and the, the character you play in my life, the role you are in my life. Um, it's actually interesting. I just watched a TikTok last night. I reposted it and it talked about 
It would be interesting to see all the different characters you play in other people's books. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that that's so strong because like, you know, it's like any guy that I give attention to or that I've given attention to, you know, it's like you do, you, you don't, you don't stay with something that you couldn't see it going further than, than what it is for the most part, because why would you want to waste your time? Right. You know, entirely. so I get where she's coming from. And just like saying it and getting it out there. I think that comes with maturity and age is like you kind of get or, you know, even life experience. Maybe some people at a younger age have experienced something like marriage and divorce. And Mm -hmm. so moving forward, they're like, you know what? I kind of know what I want and I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm not going to play games. I'm not going to waste my time. Right. If I'm dating somebody for two or three months and I feel like this isn't going to go where I need it to. No. Being okay with just saying, oh, I'm done. I don't love you. I don't see me falling in love with you. Like I'm just kind of done. I'm moving on. Yeah. And then there's the opposite of that of like, Oh, I wasn't really into this, but I very quickly am becoming realizing I do enjoy this person's company. I do really love this person. And it's not just a temporary lust. I genuinely love this person and can see this a future here. And so you, you know, stick with that. And I think it just comes down to like maybe having been through things and not just gone through this whole, like, you know, I don't know. I think. And it's interesting. Cause I wonder if there's more often than not females fantasize the idea of love. Mm-hmm. So when we walk into something, we're cognizantly cognizantly like kind of having that on the forefront of our brain of like, is this someone I could love? You know, like we come from that, yeah. that angle more so than a man. And I think that men come more on the angle of kind of what you just talked about where this, you know, was this just like a temporary lust type situation? Yeah. This was just a, a fun time, like just kind of wanted to see where this was going, doing this light. And they then, then they're the ones that end up catching feelings. So it's like, mm-hmm. do they usually walk into a relationship with that attitude more so than the mentality that I would say women walk into mm-hmm. that they aren't thinking this is a temporary scenario. Like mm-hmm. I could see this going somewhere and this is someone I could spend my life with. Like yeah. we think like that. Yeah. It would be interesting to know. I feel like men think the other way. I think majority do. I think rare occasions you do find men though. And I've said it before in a past episode. That's one of the things I was most attracted to Blair about was because when we first started talking or communicating, he was very upfront with like, look, I have the idea of marriage in mind. I don't really want to date around just to be dating. Like I do want to find that person. Like he put it out there that like marriage is his goal at some point in time. So he's looking for that person for him and his life. And he also expressed later on once we were kind of in a dating like and and having like talked to his friends and his family and kind of knowing that like he's a very private person and he doesn't waste time and that's kind of just him and who he is as he is in tune with his feelings so if he doesn't feel like it's going anywhere he's actually pretty quick to to drop a girl or to ghost her um which we've talked about that I'm like don't be doing that but you know he's like broken up with girls or whatever stop talking to them because he's just like gets a you know a few weeks into talking to them or dating and he's like I can't do this. No, I'm not feeling this. So I'm not going to waste my time. Yeah. Which I think it's rare to find a guy that's like, you know, well, one in tune with like, 
just knowing, okay, this isn't going to work out or, oh, this has potential. Right. Like, guys get kind of blinded by sex and by, yeah. you know, oh, well, she's super good hot looks. Yep, and good she looks. looks good on my arm. So they just I'm like just the gonna, aesthetic. Yeah. So I'm just going to ride this one out a little bit longer, whether it's going anywhere or not. Right. Because and also she's hot. It's easy. And it's easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's rare to find guys, but they are out there. Um, those are mature men, but it's, yeah, those are the right ones. That's the ones we locked down. That's why Blair can't go anywhere. <laughs> you stuck like Chuck. Yes. Um, but he wants to be on, not forcing it. <laughs> Nobody like loves me. I mean, he does really love me. <laughs> say it, say it, say that you love me. Blair, tell the, tell say the people. It. Say you love me. <laughs> um, and then also a funny, this is something I did once. It was like my little like feather in my hat because it worked. I was like, ha. Got him. Um, I was like dating a guy for like in the first two months, like we were like really vibing hard and like hanging out all the time. And I was just like, "Ah, I feel like I love this guy. And, um, I was doing something for him and it turned out awesome. And he was like, Oh my God, this is so cool. Like, I can't believe you did this. Like, this is so great. And I was like, yeah, I know. I was like, "Ah, honestly, I'm just trying to make you fall in love with me. I said that just like kind of like threw it out there and he's like, well, that's already happened. And I'm like, oh, it worked. <laughs> Honestly, that's a good way, ladies. I think that's know? actually I mean, a good way. Like, see you how just, he responds to that. If he clams up and gets choky, then. Yeah. He, yeah. And he's like, that's already happened. And I kind of just looked at him and he's and I was like, what? And he's like, that I love you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I didn't say it back right away. I was like, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so, okay. So if you are. So let's do tables turned. If you're a chick and he says it first and you're not feeling it, do you feel like obligated to say it? No, I don't. You just, I don't. You don't. I don't. I'm like that. That, that dead ass told that guy. I was like, thank you. <laughs> tell thank me you I'm pretty nice <laughs> and tell me you love me. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. I'm actually going to record you saying that real quick. Yes. Thank you. For the record. <laughs> thank um, you. Okay. Well, I'm not, I don't, I'm not very, I get, well, no, there's been people I've been like, oh, I just don't feel the same. Well, or, or that whatever. you have kind of felt pressed to but say then it back. there were those times where I felt pressed and that mm. was two times I felt pressed. I, I hate that like, for you. But I also like thought, okay, well maybe this could go somewhere. So yeah. Okay. I'll go ahead and say you, it. You just kind of were like prolonging it. Cause you're like, well, I could. Yeah. And I should have answered better. Like, Oh, I could see this going there, but I'm not there yet. Yeah. But I didn't, I just fucking set it back, but whatever. Yeah, it didn't like, work out. This obviously. is, this is just the sample size. I'm just trying this out. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite committed to buying the whole meal yet. But also one of them, I knew he didn't fucking mean it because he said it's so like early. Like how did he do it? So, Oh, fuck if I remember, honestly. Um, like how early then? Well, okay. So actually there's a backstory to this. So we kind of dated a few years ago when I was single prior to my divorce, yeah. I was like separated. So we kind of dated then. And so we had like history together and we didn't say it then. He didn't say it then. So we like, after my divorce, tried things again. And then that was when he said it. And he, he was drunk too. <laughs> but then he, you know, he said it when he was sober after the fact, but I don't know. I don't remember now exactly. Obviously didn't. It wasn't, it wasn't that moment. It wasn't but, relevant. Um, it wasn't, wasn't really relevant, Blair. Blair. <laughs> um, but so it was kind of like, oh, well, it, I guess it was because we had history and I thought, oh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, but he, he like talked about like settling down and stuff. And I was just like, mm, I don't really say that. So that's oh, why I was like, no. this isn't gonna, yeah. that's not gonna happen. No, sir. And it didn't, but. 
So I, that one, I just felt pressured, but I think it was because we had like history and I knew how strongly he felt for me. So then I was kind of like, oh, okay, I'll say it. But I didn't really mean it. Mm-mm. No. So there's that. So it's like situational, I would say. And yeah. then, you know, you also have the people like my parents that, you know, met, dated, dad proposed to my mom within the first month. I mean, my, uh, my stepdad, they're still married, proposed to my mom or yeah, my stepdad proposed to my mom within six months, the first six months yeah, and they're married and it's like 20 years later. So while people are hung up on this whole, you got to wait six no, months yeah. or a year to say, I love you. It's like, there's no. people dead ass already married. No, a friend of mine, um, his parents got like met and I think we're married, like engaged or something like a week later. Like they just instantly knew and they're still married. That's Kristen and Eduardo. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that is what they did too yeah, with the ranch. Like, they met and they're still married. And I mean, this particular couple, not Kristen and Eduardo, but the other couple, I mean, it's like almost like th- it's like 30 something years. Yeah. Married. Yeah. Same That's with my crazy. parents. And it's like, Oh my God, I can't, fathom right now if I were dating someone I guess I haven't met that person yet you know where it's yeah. like after one month I'm like you know what I will spend the rest of yeah. my life with you you know fucking uh-uh I'm gonna wait a minute I gotta think about it I might call a lifeline I might fucking <laughs> say I'll be right back I don't know what I'm gonna do but I don't know if I'm gonna say yes to you right now <laughs> I mean, it's unless crazy. it's like a six carat diamond ring, then you know what? Honestly, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think it's crazy to think, but I think it's also different times. I don't know. But also, I mean, I guess if you know, you know, I mean, I didn't really think I didn't really believe in if you know, you know, until, until, until you met Blair. Blair. And that's, see, that's when, you know, that's when, you know, because I'm like, I've never felt, I've never met or dated anybody where I'm like, I've had that feeling of like, when, you know, you know, that is true what they say. Um, but you know, there's no ring on my finger yet. So we'll just, you know, we're just putting that out there. Just gonna so put that time the clock universe. is still being ticked for some reason. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know. So weird. Not like we haven't, I haven't threatened him enough with that, but you know, whatever. It's okay. That's fine. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm going to keep on doing it. So he's gonna start mailing him. No, letters. he's going <laughs> to start getting real. In the mail. <laughs> so he's going to be so done hearing it. He's going to be like, fuck, fine. Fine. I'll propose. <laughs> Here, Missy, here's your dream your ring. ring Take the fucking me. ring. Take it. Put it on. God forbid Nicholas says one more thing about it. <laughs> he would never. Honestly, like I said, he thinks about things. Like never yeah, going to do anything. Exactly. Impulsively. No, he doesn't. Fine. I just know when he does it, it's because he means it. That's right. And you know, like that's that that has a lot of weight on it, too. So, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just like, you know, when you know, you know, intuition mm-hmm. is key. And saying I love you, you can normalize it. I don't know. Honestly. Fucking normalize it. Normalize t- telling anybody you care about that. You like, should. Nicole and I say it to each other all the all time. The time. Phone. And it's like, you know, if she died tomorrow, I'd be fucking devastated. Oh my. You know what I mean? So and like, that's why I say it all yeah. the time. Cause you know, I don't, that could be the last time we talk to each other. Honestly. And, and like, then I would be, oh, uh, guess, yeah. it, it gives me goosebumps. goosebumps because I think that's, there is something so strong behind that. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, like, after losing Laura um, yeah. a few years back, like you, I lost, well, for those of you who don't really know, um, I lost one of my very best friends mm-hmm. and it's different to lose a, a close friend than losing like your grandparents or, you know, not to say it doesn't hurt yeah. the same, but it's not somebody like, you're not telling your grandparents your secrets. You're not, you know, right. 
celebrating your birthdays and taking trips and like, you know, calling right. this person when you need advice or, you know, like you're, that you don't have that kind of dynamic with your grandparents or whatever. And so like losing a, a friend or a best friend is a different kind of fucking loss. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't really understand that until that that was like the closest loss I've ever had. And I think, well, I don't think I know it, it kind of altered the way I looked at my friendships after that. It kind of altered the way that I like, you know, I let people know that I care about them because that was very sudden and not planned. And I would have never guessed that would have been the last conversation I had with her when I did. So you kind of learn to not take that shit for granted anymore. And right. I think that plays a factor in like, well, and why I told Blair and why I tell anybody that I love them when I do feel that, because it's just like, you just never fucking know. No, life's you don't. too short. And until you experience a loss that close, it's like, and so sudden it just is like, you know, you kind of think somebody's always going to be there. Like, Oh, I right. don't have to tell them right now. Cause there'll be a moment we'll have it a later date and it'll mm-hmm. be, you really don't No, You don't know. And so, yeah. You just got to let them know. Got to let the people know. Let the people say it louder for the ones in the back. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to our episode. Um, make sure that you like and subscribe our podcast on Spotify and Apple podcast. And go one step further and make sure you give us five stars and tell us a little review. Tell us something cute about yourself. I don't yeah, know. Talk about you. You don't even have to talk about our yeah. podcast. Just say, yo, I'm... I'm, I'm pretty and I'm pretty and I love listening to the podcast. Love that. Um, because I like to wake up and smile and feel pretty and feel pretty. (laughs) I don't know. I just really like tequila. Hi, my name's Jessica. Uh, Yeah. And I love tequila (laughs) and I have a tequila problem (laughs) till next time. Adios. Bye. Make it clap.